Hi friend, welcome to the episode. I am so excited to introduce you to my wonderful friend, Emma Hicks today. She is the founder of Camp Climb and it has been so good to get to know her over this last year and to learn from her and to be surrounded by her amazing community that she has built. Today we're gonna talk about her story, what it looked like from being a young mom to building her business and how it evolved and how she had multiple businesses and continued to evolve and change in what felt good in her intuition and what she was being called to do. And we're gonna talk about what does that look like? What does your intuition mean in business? We so often hear, oh, just I just follow my intuition, but we're gonna really dig into what does that mean and how can you follow your intuition? So without further ado, here we go. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen, and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm the Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys, and I'm a lover of learning, family vacations, and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood, and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard, and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business, and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower, because we can do this, friend, in the middle of motherhood. You're listening to the Busy Years Podcast, where motherhood and business meet. Come tired, leave inspired. Hi, Emma. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, hi, Michelle. I am so excited for you to be here. Emma and I are like that serendipitous friends where it was all meant to like meet and the souls that have felt like they have been friends forever and ever. And um, I'm so excited for you to be here and to share your story today. I am so excited. It all started at Fong's Pizza in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, my <laughs> favorite pizza ever. And you were like, okay. do you want to meet at Fong's? Yes, I do. <laughs> Why don't you tell everyone um, about you and your entrepreneur journey, which we were just saying before we came on is my favorite part about your whole story because it, I just feel like it's this beautiful evolution of you and who you are and that you're my Joanna Midwest, Joanna Gaines. Oh my gosh. I love this so much, Michelle. Um, yeah, I've definitely given myself permission in my entrepreneurship journey to continue to evolve and transform and grow out of old selves, old businesses. Um, my entrepreneurship journey began at the age of 20. I moved up to Cedar Falls, Iowa. My husband, now boyfriend at the time, we had a baby 
at 19 years old friends. Um, and so 20 years old, my husband's on scholarship playing football. We're living in family housing on campus. And, um, I was going to become the breadwinner at the time and get us some cash flow while he was playing football and getting, um, his degree. And we needed something super flexible. And the only thing that I had under my belt, um, that I had background in was bartending or waitressing. And so I said, I'll go work on the Hill be a bartender. So, you know, you get home at 8 PM, I'll go in, I'll work till 2 AM. And, um, after talking about that more with him, just realizing that that's not the life we were desiring. Um, both of us come from broken families and raised by single moms. And it's like our life mission to rebuild our generations and our family and have just, um, just a really, um, meaningful, traditional, mom, dad, married, we're very motivated and to have our children and to, to just set a solid foundation there. So I intuitively decided that I was going to go to an auction. Um, I remember driving home with Spencer one day after visiting family back in the Quad City area and trying to dream up this name so that I could create a Facebook page and sell some stuff out of my garage. Um, one of my favorite things was going to auctions with my mom as a child, just like household family auctions, farm auctions. And um, I think it was the nostalgia of that being away from home. Maybe I was looking to, to reconnect with um, a pastime desire. And so I went to this farm auction, took $100, flipped it, created this Facebook page, ended up calling the business Stews just a bunch of junk thrown together, kind of like the, the stew, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't know anybody in Cedar Falls. And so I was able to rebuild my identity up there. Um, you can imagine coming from a small town in Iowa, having a baby at the age of 19, a lot of judgments, feeling like I really had to prove myself and that I wasn't going to be a statistic. And um, it really started to take off this Facebook page. And I was loving going to these auctions, flipping it, um, being around all these old timers. I just like love it so much. Um, so that was really, really picking up momentum. And I was having a lot of these strangers turning into friendships and powerful relationships continue to come back and buy and buy time and time again. Um, we lived now in this newer division on this U drive and my neighbors, I could tell were starting to get a little irritated as people were continuing to come in and out and we had kids all over the neighborhood. So I got on Craigslist and I looked up, um, storage on commercial property under the commercial under housing. And I found this two stall garage. I had just met this mom. Her name is Amy at a park and she had a son named Dane and Dane and Peyton were four days apart, both blonde, both really husky built. And me and Amy actually look a lot alike too. Um, so that also kind of reminds me of our connection and being very soulful. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way with Amy. And she was looking to get out of corporate and become a newborn and family photographer. So I was like, hey, Amy, I found this garage. Let's go look at it. And it was on commercial property, two stall 1990s garage tucked behind this big warehouse and really a hidden gem. And this 50 year old male, he was the landlord for this. And we went in and looking at it, oh, this could, this could be cool. And we got this vision while we were in this 1990s garage. And um, 
I can't believe that I had the guts to ask. There's something, there's something I have with men. And I think it's like this um, fear of rejection um, that I have with them. But I, I voiced up like this vision I was getting, like, what if we insulated this garage? What if in this attic upstairs, we built this staircase and this could be Amy's studio for her family and newborn photography. And he rolled with it. Like he accepted it and he did it. So for $300 a month, we have this garage tucked back and um, it got word from the newspaper that this was all happening and we had them come and they did an article on us in November of 2013. And um, we sold $5,000 in the first weekend of stuff out of this garage. And I still had a store left over. I'm like, what? what? Like, first of all, I didn't know I had this much stuff. Like I thought $5,000, it should all be wiped out and I still have a store. So then I got to go out and I got to go source that next week. And, um, that was my life with my baby on my hip. Um, while my husband was doing his thing in football and school. And, um, I was going out and sourcing like Monday through Wednesday at some of my favorite shops or an auction on a Sunday. And then we had the store open Thursday through Saturday. I'm learning a lot in the storefront. I had that for four years. We made a lot of changes and transitions. Um, the parking lot flooded um, once and in that parking lot flooding, I didn't stand up for myself. I wasn't a lot enough voice, like we need to fix this. And I can see the sale starting to go off from there. So um, such a young age, um, really learning a lot in entrepreneurship. So after four years of having that, we decided we were going to move back to the Quad City area before my oldest started kindergarten. Now I have three kids. Um, They're now four, six, and nine years old. Uh, But we moved back. Hugo was two weeks old when we moved. And we (laughs) bought this farmhouse. Yeah. And we renovated this farmhouse that we are now living in. And I wanted to keep my creative identity, but I wanted more flexibility. So I opened a a lifestyle blog and it was called Main and Second. Um, I was going to a lot of networking events and really making a name for myself. And I was damn sure that I was coming into Quad Cities back to my hometown in new identity. Like I had done so much to build my new identity up in Cedar Falls and I was not coming back as old Emma. And I made that very, very like stamping that on Um, and really making a lot of amazing new relationships with a lot of small business owners in the Quad City area Um, and was documenting on this blog the house renovation, Midwest travels, um, little road trips, uh, crafts, recipes. And we actually, through this, got picked up by a production company out of LA, Pytown Productions. Um, They are legit. They are the production company for House Hunters, Flipper Flop, just to name a couple. And um, it was a pretty amazing opportunity that I wasn't going to turn down. I didn't know what was coming at me though. Um, I think at this point in my life, I was really chasing Um, I thought that the external world was what brought me the happiness. So we're doing this very like modern white farmhouse renovation. um, And we are getting this TV show opportunity. I'm like, this is the life. So we did a lot of filming. Um, We had to do a sizzle first, which is just a five minute reel. So they fly out from LA. They come here, film that, pitch that to HGTV. HGTV said, yep, we want to go ahead and invest in the pilot. So they do the pilot. They come and film that. Um, there's probably like, it'd be normal to say there's a hundred people doing a pilot for what it is that HGTV wants a show on. And so we got to film that. And then out of that 100, 10 of them get to get aired and ours got aired. And then out of that one person usually gets picked up to go on. 
Um, it was about a six month lull in between the filming and airing until we heard if we got the series or not. And in that waiting period, um, I started to really just notice how lonely I was feeling. I didn't know it at the time, but loneliness, abandonment um, is my deepest wound. And I was so driven to um, create community where we got to go beyond the surface level to be able to disconnect in nature settings so that we could come together in safe space where we're feeling seen and heard, having powerful collaborations, coming from that collaboration over competition. And we live right next to a Girl Scout camp. And I drove through that Girl Scout camp one day and oh my God, they had just done this extensive renovation. Um, and now to come to find out, they had closed down four Girl Scout camps and poured all of that money into this Girl Scout camp in my backyard. And I just kept having visions come, visions come, visions come of what this could be. And about six months of dreaming and scheming and notebook and brain dumping, I finally, um, actually, I reached out to Jenna Kutcher and I asked her to simple email, didn't have a name, didn't have a logo. This is my vision. This is my mission. I'm here in the Midwest and this is what I'm hungry for. And I'm going to take a bet that other women are hungry on it too. I reached out to Jenna because I knew her authenticity and I um, knew that the women that we would attract through her were going to be women that we would want to be surrounded by. And um, she said, yes. So then we started building out the website and we pitched that in November of 2017 and tickets were flying. We were onto something here and we were just coming together that next August of 2018 to connect and to learn and to um, attract entrepreneurs, creative entrepreneurs. So you either had a business and you were looking to take it to the next level. You had a business, you were very admired, ever evolving in your field, or you didn't have a business and you were looking to start one. Um, it's really evolved since then. And um, 2019, amazing, all about kind of um, connecting with yourself and then connecting with others because I learned through that first camp how disconnected I was for myself. I was creating connection, creating connection. I wanted to go beyond the surface level at all these networking events. It was me that was holding me back from any of that. And so through me connecting with myself, then I started to have these deeper connections with other people. I could hold space for other people. Um, I could make them feel seen and heard by making myself feel seen and heard. And now going into 2020 with everything that's happening in the world, um, really feeling called for the theme this year to be peace and um, peace and conversation and um, just all are welcome at the table, man, all are welcome. Um, and I've always felt that in my heart um, and excited to continue to navigate the unknown and learning so much this year, so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that is such a good theme for you because if people don't like know you personally, you are such a good person of making people feel seen and heard. And that like, you know, like there's just, even when we're on zoom, when I've been on zoom masterminds with you, like I feel through the camera, like that I'm seen and heard. And so that's what I know, like can't, why can't climb has that whole feeling about it because it did come from like your heart. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, it's so funny. I didn't know that you didn't have like the website and all that stuff before you pitched Emma, which is so brave to just like, this is what I want and I'm going after it. And I think back to 
when Jenna was your speaker, because I have followed her for years, that I saw that she was there and I had looked at coming to Camp Climb. And I was like, oh, I'm not ready for this yet. Like, I can't tell Jake I'm going to go go do this. When I, I just had dreams in my head of having a business and what it was going to be. And I'm like, what would it have been like if I would have met you then instead of, wow, you know, like now, because really we've only been friends for I mean, we met in November of this last year, but it feels like I have known you for years and years and so long. it's not even been a year. Yes. Oh my gosh. So long. Um, that is so interesting. You say that too, because that's been another thing on my heart um, of people pleasing. And, you know, I felt like I had to take these steps in how you say that, how do I justify going to this? You know, how do I tell my husband and I'm really getting over those limiting beliefs in my head and um, uh, the whole business side of camp, um, weaving in workshops and bringing on speakers to teach us how to have a successful business. Like that was just like the pulling you in, giving you what you want to hear. And then everybody leaves camp and they're like, I actually got what I needed. Mm -hmm. And I'm really finding in the time passing and the evolving evolvement happening with Camp Climb brand, um, how much permission I'm giving myself to say this is a personal development treat, personal development retreat, mm -hmm. personal development intensive, personal camp. Because I feel like, especially right now, we can get on and learn about anything business right now online. We can get that stuff done. What can't we do in person? Mm -hmm. And just those meaningful conversations and connections. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How have you been feeling in this season? Do you kind of feel like that you just need a hard reset or some structure to your day to help you feel like you have been accomplishing everything you've wanted? My wonderful friend Emma Hicks of Camp Climb came up with an amazing solution for us, my friends. A 28-day reset log for a fresh perspective and sustainable structure. This 58-page book is designed to bring you back home to yourself, finding joy in the ordinary, which steadily leads you to your own extraordinary. The Foundation for a Future You Workbook includes how-to examples for logging your days, your period, guided future planning tools, worksheets to prep you for your logging, and worksheets to help support your future vision casting. My friends, this is something that you need in this season of life. Head to shopcampclimb.com and use the code BUSYYEARS to receive $5 off of your purchase of a Foundation for a Future You workbook. Again, head to shopcampclimb.com and use the code BUSYYEARS. Which I know today we were going to talk about when this is kind of a perfect segue into following your intuition and what does that look like when you're trying to create a business? Because I know um, a lot of our mom, the moms that listen or people have been like, oh, I want to maybe start a business, but I don't know. Or you kind of start this business or what people don't realize is in like the first year of business, you will pivot so many times and that it won't all be perfect, but mm -hmm. it's just following like that doesn't feel right. So I'm not going to do yeah. that. And I think that you are such a good person to that is always like, this just doesn't feel right. So I'm not doing it anymore. Mm. Or mm. this other piece feels really good. So I would love for you to talk about 
Like what, how do you follow your intuition? Like, what does that mean? Cause I think we hear that quite often, but people are like, okay, well, what is, what does that mean? It's kind of like one of those things when people say like, oh, well, God, you know, like God spoke to me about it, but until yep. that happens to you, you're like, I have no clue what you're talking about until you clearly like feel it. And you're like, oh, I just wasn't listening before. And I think that that's the same thing with intuition that you feel these things and it, you know, and it is partial for me, it is partially God, but of mm-hmm. like, how do you listen to those and what does that mean? Yes. I love that you mentioned God too. So this could be um, the whisper inside of your inner wisdom, could be your intuition, could it be God, could be Buddha, could be um, your inner knowing. I'm just trying to think, it could be your gut instinct, um, just different terminology that's out there for this. Um, but following, following my intuition and by doing this, um, takes a lot of courage. And I think that the reason my intuition is so strong is because of my deepest wound of abandonment and loneliness. When you're the only person you have, like you're navigating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the unknown and you're building up bravery and you're building up courage. Um, so let's go back to Jenna Kutcher and asking her to come and be a speaker. Um, I was believing in myself at that time before anyone else could. I wasn't asking for anybody to justify my ideas, to look at my financials and my spreadsheet. I had that inner knowing, intuitively knew that this is what I needed to do. This was the next step. I didn't need any reassurance or a reaffirmation of that. Um, So believing in myself before anybody else was believing in me, even if there was naysayers out there, going back and listening to my heart. When my ego wants to speak, when that masculine coming back down into my feminine, I'm just kind of trying to give you guys some lingo too, if any of this is resonating, Um, but like masculine, ego, anything up here in our head, um, bringing it back down, dropping back down. That's why we're so passionate about nature because it really brings you down into your body, igniting the five senses, getting in touch with your intuition, getting in touch with your spirit, with God, with your soul. Um, And yeah, that's just always come very natural for me. Um, I don't know if anybody has the pattern app here, but um, in the pattern app, it tells me in there, like, you've always been intuitive. And my astrologist would say the same. I love astrology. You have always been, you have, you're intuitively, you know that, but we all have intuition. We all can um, build that connection. We can build that connection with God and um, lots of trust. I've really, really, really trusted my intuition over COVID-19 and I think we all have so much permission to just surrender the control and just give it up to a higher power. Um, where do I go from here? What do I do? And one for me that I was sharing with Michelle earlier is baking bread. And that intuition, that whisper inside was telling me to bake bread. And I had so much resistance, but it kept coming up, kept coming up. And so I started baking bread and I asked myself a week ago, I'm like, or ask my intuition, ask my future self, like, why do you want me to be baking bread? And my answer that I received back was to slow down and to savor. Like, okay, okay, I hear you, I hear you. And that feels really good. So I also say um, to anybody who like, we just um, launched a mastermind a month ago and had people coming into that. So we have 10 women in this mastermind. And as I'm reaching out and having conversations, I'm not having you come on and be in this mastermind until it's a hell yes for you. Mm-hmm. It's for the, the greater good of our entire group of women. Um, so that hell yes too. And if there's any wishy-washy in there, that also too can be that intuition. That's like, eh, 
ask yourself a few more questions. There's a little bit uh -huh. more maybe to be, um, to be known or to unravel until you launch this or put this out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I know I was one of those people. And I think that's also something that's special about you or that you help people realize that you were like, just think about this because I was wanting to, but there was some, you know, but I was like, it's not the right time. I want yep. to, but it's not the right time. Yes. Um, and that's also, I think when people are starting businesses that so often we just keep thinking it's not the right time. It's not the right time, or it will be later and it will, it'll be later, but to listen to that piece inside of you. That's like, no, it's time to go now. Mm -hmm. and that's like how I was feeling. I just kept being like, I'm going to start something. I'm going to start something. I don't know what it is. And then I was feeling this, like, it's time to go. It's time to push, or it's like time to grow. And that's where then like starting the course and being mentored by Jenna Kutcher for me started. And even in that, it's just been following my intuition of like, okay, I'm going to do this. No, that's not working and it doesn't feel right. So I'm going to turn and do this, you know, and that's where this podcast came from because it kept feeling like you're going to, you just need to speak to people. Stop trying to write because that's not my gifted talent. My talent yes. is actually like verbally speaking. So I was, and like, that's where I've given myself permission. Even with social media, I felt this pressure of having to like create all this content. And now I've been like, I don't really have anything to say, nor does it feel like it's good coming out. So I'll just say it in my podcast, I'll just love that. talk about it, you know, in something else or in video, because that's not where my gifted talent is. And I yes. think also having people remember that following your intuition is like following just where your gifts calling you to go. And just because it's against the norm doesn't mean that it's wrong because mm -hmm. right now it's like real big to be content creator and to be pushing all this stuff out, but it's not natural for me. Like somebody someday will probably, I will be like, I want a piece like this and I will verbally tell them and vomit it and then they will write it pretty. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also thinking, Michelle, you know, there's so much content out there right now and people are tired. Things are heavy. Mm -hmm. It is so much easier right now to digest words and not having to look at a screen, you know, just mm -hmm. being able to listen, not have to read it in a book. Um, so maybe it will come to you that it, there is a time to create the content. But right now, I think you're intuitively knowing what it is that your audience and what everyone as a collective desires right mm -hmm. now that will come with the least resistance. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It is because I'm even burnt out of like reading stuff. I just look at the pictures and scroll by. I don't have to say anything. Yeah. Oh. So what would you say to a, a mom that's like thinking about creating this business? Like I know kind of how when you were young and you had all these babies, well, not all these, there's three, three to me, like two's manageable, three's like having a small army to me. <laughs> yes. That's like, how do I decide what to do or to pick? And I have these babies and how do I balance or feel like I'm giving enough to both sides? Mm. Well, um, every mama, every woman out there desires to feel the freedom, the peace, the happiness inside um, and to follow your heart. Like you are worthy to follow your heart and not have the answers. I think that's a big thing. I think a lot of times like we have to come to our husbands and our spouses and justify so much. Um, and again, going back to believing in yourself before anybody else does, 
um, it's been a journey with me and my husband in starting the storefront. And um, he's just like the trust and the confidence that he, we have built over time. Um, but I'm just like courageously knowing this is where I'm meant to be going. Um, so, so just sitting into like what it is that you um, see possibility in that brings you joy, that fills your cup, um, where you can pour out into others and make the world a better place, where you can shine your light out on. And um, maybe like if it's the logistics and the finances that you're getting so hung up on, um, just questioning yourself and bringing it back to yourself of like, does this really matter right now? Or is like my heart's calling really right now just to be out there and to um, put a little, put a little, happy fire out into the world and to see what comes from it. I feel like it's such an amazing time right now to be stepping into whatever. You have so much permission. Mm -hmm. You have so much permission right now to, to step into new territories, to make your voice be heard, to shine the light. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. And that's like one of the biggest things in COVID that I've been saying to people is that no one is going to question anything that you do right now. No one's going to question any major pivot of totally dropping something and picking something back up because everyone is rebuilding and figuring it out. And so it's totally natural and no one's going to judge you or be like, oh, well, there she went failing or here she is starting another business. Like I know you and I have talked about of, of having that fear of like, oh, well, people think I'm just starting another business. And this time, nobody is going to think that about nope. you at all. Mm -mm. Um, and it's just putting that fear away that nobody is really ever saying that to your face anyway. So don't I, think it. <laughs> I, know, I know it's so easy to get in our head yeah. and thinking about just the first couple of steps. I know it can feel defeating because you want to get to step seven or eight. Um, but those little steps, they have so much, so much to teach you, so many lessons. Um, and they're, they all matter so much when it comes to the longevity of whatever it is that you're building and stepping into. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So what is your, your advice for a mom who's deep in the little years trying to maybe start something or just is in the little years? And we all know that feeling of like the drowning. Yes. Um, so prioritizing yourself, putting yourself at the top of your priority list. Um, is so powerful. And I know it seems like the complete opposite of what we should be doing as women, as moms of young littles. Um, but your sanity and your happiness is going to play out and have such an important impact on your children and mm -hmm. on your husband and on your family life. Um, I remember when my mentor told me uh, about a year and a half ago that I needed to have a self-care regimen put in place. And she was talking to me as if you are going to be a CEO, you treat yourself like a CEO. I'm like, mm. okay, yes, ma'am, you're right. I am doing this. Um, but my biggest fear was, I was like, nobody around me is taking care of themselves. Like everybody is putting everyone else in front of them. So my fear there going back to my deepest wound was that I was going to be alone, that I was going to be the, the biggest fish in the sea. And I didn't want to be alone. Like, why would I sign myself up for this? But it definitely proved its power. And that was a limiting belief. That was a huge story that was false playing in my head. Um, and I started with a monthly massage and a monthly chiropractor appointment. 
Um, and then I just through that started to really have this deeper connection with myself um, and um, just started weaving into every day. And that just kind of naturally started to happen, taking a bath, getting up before my kids, really that emotion, that feeling is such a driver. So you're seeing that I'm happy and my cup is filled um, and I'm coming home and I'm being a better mom. That'll continue to drive you to prioritize mm -hmm. yourself. Um, I've seen it in my husband. My husband is um, uh, definitely feels like he needs to provide and, um, you know, in that hustle, hustle, hustle. He's also trying to get out of that hustle, 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 not thinking he needs to um, succeed and make money, make money, make money. Um, but I can see in times where he will project onto me and, um, you know, well, you're really, I don't have time to take care of myself because you're taking care of yourself. Like that's a real line that's come out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. So he has, he has um, this deep desire inside to make time for himself. And so we've just been able to have some beautiful conversations and discussion over that. Um, he's still working on it. I think he still has a lot of limiting beliefs in his head um, of what that would even look like and hasn't really he like, we're really in this actually right now. Like he mm -hmm. really doesn't even have the emotional driver behind it because he still feels like he's, he would say like, he feels like he's bleeding, like just like always from an empty cup, mm -hmm. but it's not fair for our family. That's not fair. Yeah. 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 I totally get that. Cause it's been interesting as during COVID I have been trying to do the like more self-care or just trying to think of like, what do I need first? And then these past few weeks, I feel like I've been trying to hustle and trying to do all this stuff and staying up way too late. And then I, and then it just rolls into the next day and it's not, it doesn't help anything. Um, and so that's such great advice and trying to, once you do that, trying to incorporate your husband, but men just have to have their own time like you can't force them to do anything because I've yeah. even said like you need to get away too or what what like what do you want to do that's your time that we can carve out in the week and he, you know it's so like I don't need it and fine once the kids go to bed at night I'm like no like that's I know right but then don't you start to see like I see that he's short fused mm -hmm. and then when I see it so clearly but he's not understanding I get really frustrated yeah Oh, well, and that's where I feel like as women, it's just so much easier for us. And so maybe setting by example and then yeah. it will come. Right, right. I have hope. Yeah. I have so much hope and it will, it will. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and your story. I I just love it. I could talk to you for hours and hours. <laughs> I feel the same way. If people want to connect with you after the podcast, where can they find you? Yes. Um, Instagram. So Hicks underscore underscore Emma would be my personal account. Um, Camp Climb on Instagram. And then our website for Camp Climb is gocampclimb.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me and for creating this platform. It is so needed. Thank you. Ah, wasn't that such a great conversation with Emma? If you want to connect more with Emma, you can find her on Instagram at Hicks underscore Emma. And for more information on Camp Climb, you can find that on Instagram at Camp Climb. And on Facebook, they are also at Go Camp Climb. 
you can check out all of the things that Emma and Camp Climb have to offer from masterminds to in-person intensive retreats to summer camp where I will be this summer. And that is at gocampclimb.com. And to check out the planner that we talked about in this episode, you can go to gocampclimb.com. And again, you can use code busy years at checkout to receive $5 off of your foundation for a future you workbook. Thanks for listening to another episode of the busy years podcast. This episode show notes and all past episode show notes can be found at michellehagan.com slash podcast. I would love to put a face to the listener. Come over and join me on Instagram at Michelle Ann Hagen, or you can join me in our private Facebook community just for the Busy Years podcast listeners called Hey Mama, Let's Connect. This is a community where you can dig in a little bit deeper to your dreams, share your dreams out loud with like-minded people, let people cheer you on in what you are currently doing to chase your dreams, and learn a little bit more about our episodes, and I'll even pop in there every once in a while to teach live. I can't wait to see you and meet you, my friends. Hey mama, did you need someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams? that you can take action in the middle of motherhood, I just wanted to pop in and give you another reminder, friend, that you got this. You can do this in the middle of motherhood, no matter how busy the years get.